Welcome to Beyond the Call, brought to you by Start Church. We hope you enjoy the upcoming podcast and hope this time is empowering, inspiring, and helpful as you pursue the dream God has put in your heart. The participants of this podcast are not attorneys, and this recording is not to be considered legal advice. Please contact your local attorney's office where needed. Enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Call, the podcast in which we talk about topics that help churches and ministries protect what God has called them to lead. Hi, everybody. My name is Christine, and I'm one of the members here at Start Church. And today we are going to be talking about launch teams, the special group of people that will be by your side as you plant your church. So joining us today is our very own Nathan Camp, who is our CEO. And not only that, he has started launch teams and has quite the history of church planting. So Nathan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Christine. I appreciate it. Love being here. Uh, It's one of my favorite topics. So thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So we're actually going to jump right on in. So the first question is, let's say God has called me to plant a church. Why do I need a launch team? Yeah, great question. So the launch team sometimes is kind of a new concept to people. Uh, They think about launching a church and they think planting and the big day and all that sort of things. Definitely. Really, the best thing I think they do is have to rewind the tape to about six months before they launch and to consider that there's a whole story before the story that starts with the launch team. And I always say that the launch team is is like uh, the group that begins to make the vision a reality. Um, I don't know if you heard the term before. We talked about scaffolding. Mm. You know, if you look at a, at a building site, before there's any permanent walls up, there's these temporary structures, right, that get set up. And they're scaffolding. And it becomes the temporary structure where people work and, and, and the vision starts to come to pass. The walls get built. And once the walls are actually built, the scaffolding goes on to other uh, other job sites. And so we kind of, we start talking about the launch team. We start talking about this group that's before the major launch. It's the real story behind the story. And um, it's a really important part of the, uh, of the journey. Absolutely. So really a launch team just kind of feeding into that a little bit. They're like your core group, yeah. like the start of the beginning, yeah, like it, right before. Well, you're, John Maxwell used to say that you're not really a leader until somebody's following you, right? Yeah. Or else you're just <laughs> taking a walk. You become a pastor when you start actually shepherding people. That happens way before your first service. There's this group of people that God surrounds you with and that you're to care for and grow them. And and we call them the launch team because their job is to get you to launch. You mm-hmm. know, In fact, the launch team doesn't exist the next day. It, it gets you right to launch. And there's other things that happen after that. Right. But the launch team is really that initial set of people that help the vision start to get fleshed out. Right. That's an awesome support group. So yeah. with that, we know we need it. So how do we know who to ask to be a part of it? Yeah, that's great. So the first thing I would do is talk about what is it that they're actually going to do, right? The, f- the first couple of things that launch teams do is they help you dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. We've planted a couple churches. And I've really found that this launch team is first off where the vision, the kernels of vision that I had in my heart start to be fleshed out. So our, our, our second church plan was all about being life-giving, 
And we started asking the question, what does life giving mean across the board at a church? Now, I could hole up in a room by myself with a yellow pad and come up with everything and it wouldn't be near as good. So what I did is I got together this launch team and had groups of people sitting at tables and said, let's talk about kids ministry. What is life giving kids ministry today? Go. And they'd spend the next two hours working out what a vision looks like and how does it feel? What does it, what does it look like? What are the activities? And we all got together and shared and that whittled down to we found that's our, our life-giving children's ministry. We did that with worship. We did it with small groups. And what happens, they took the shards of a vision and turned it into a reality. Uh, so the first thing they do is is really give you um, put, the, put flesh on the bones, if you will. Yeah, definitely. The second thing is there's a lot of practical things like errands and there's purchases and there's logos and all these sort of things. I found that in your launch team, many times God adds skills that you don't have. That's so good. You know, and, and people work through that. And then, um, I would also say that, um, they're the first carriers of the DNA as the church grows and people are added to it. They hear you and they hear you say things like life-giving or hear you say things like authentic, but they really experience it when they see it lived out through the people that you're leading. Mm-hmm, so yeah. that's really what happens. So that initial scaffolding, they're the initial people that are putting flesh on it. And then they're the initial people that are real carriers of the DNA. So if I answer that, you had asked me, um, how do I know who, right? Right. Super important. Um, there's some wrong people you don't want on, on the team. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, what's right when people ask me. It, we recently did the video course. We released Launch the Lead as a video course. And in that, we talked about the nine qualities of a launch team member. I'll give you couple of them. If yeah, want definitely. Them, please. Thank you. Um, the first one I think, it, you'd probably agree with this, is vision agreement. Definitely. Right? Like <laughs> we say, if we say church, right, we both think something different. What we need is we need vision alignment. We need mm-hmm. people that join our launch team that when I say church, they go, oh, I, I get what you're saying. I know what that means. Uh, one of my mentors, Matt Keller, talks about painting the sunset. Uh, where, where are you from originally? I'm actually from Atlanta. From Atlanta. Okay, yep. so I'm from Florida. When we think about sunsets, we're probably going to think something different, right? You might think right. skyline of a city, and you might think uh, a certain kind of purple or something. Uh, because I come from the water, I think pink. It just it, As the sun goes down, it reflects off the water, it thinks pink. We're both saying sunsets, but we both paint them differently. What we want to do is in this initial team, we need people that are in agreement. That when you say church... They go, I'm thinking what she's thinking. I'm thinking what he's thinking. Does that make sense? Same page. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely agreement, I think is a big deal. The other thing I think is flexibility. Nothing comes easy in a church plant, right? You know this. Yeah. So I think that you have to be, have people that are willing to be flexible. Um, Our first service, we realized we didn't have enough extension cords. It's, it's Sunday morning. Like, what do we do? If I'd have had people that weren't flexible, they wouldn't have known what to do. But they got to Target, bought every single thing we had and worked through it. Yeah. Um, uh, also, our first service, the drummer showed up with no drumsticks. Oh, my gosh. So it's the, <laughs> it's the first service, right? If they're not flexible, they wouldn't know what to do. But the next thing I did, I looked around. They had two sticks with uh, gaff tape written around, and they're playing the drums. Like, we're church planters. We just get it done, right? Yes. So a sense of flexibility there. Um Creative problem solving. So you've been around ministry enough. You know that there's a lot of just issues that come up that you can't just say, well, I don't know what to do. you got to figure it out, right? We did our first baptisms in a a horse trough in the back of a truck in a park. And it worked great. And God showed up. But we didn't have a baptismal. So we had to figure out a way to do it. 
And then lastly, I would say the qualities I'm looking for are humility. Mm, um, that's a big one too. We don't worry about titles. We don't worry about roles. We worry about getting it done. So I was easily the church planner who was cleaning the toilets right before the worship started, right? I needed somebody who didn't say, that's, I don't do that. I need somebody to say, for the kingdom, I'll do whatever it needs to be done, you know, no matter what. So those are the qualities I think I'd look for. Yeah, definitely. Those are awesome. And then, like you said, there's more of what to look for in the Launch to Lead videos, sure. correct? Yeah, yeah. And those you can, guys, you can find that online. Now, moving on to the next question, what should the launch team expect from me as a leader? Like, I'm starting yeah. this. I'm building the team. I'm yeah. recruiting people. What should they expect from Good me? Good call. Those this are great questions. And if they're, somebody's building a launch team, now's when I would really start to consider taking notes. Let me, let me scope out mm-hmm. and say from a high-level standpoint, uh, the first thing I think people need is honesty. Uh, it's hard. Like, they need you just to be honest. Church planting is difficult. I just had lunch with a church planting couple today, and I had to tell them, hey, listen, whatever you're thinking, it's harder, you know? And they've been (laughs) in ministry. I'm just, hey, it's harder than you think, you know? And so I think we owe it to the people to come with us, not just casting grandiose visions, uh, but being real honest. Hey, it's going to be hard. And joining the launch team is the hardest because you're plowing the ground. So the first thing is, is honesty that it's hard. The second thing, though, with that is vision and that it's worth it, right? right. Like yep. tying in when we would get tired, when our team would get tired, when we would get set up and tear down, I had to be able to look at them and say, let me, let me remind you the marriage that just got restored. Let me, let me just remind why we're doing this. Kid's going to be here. And they're going to hear the gospel for the first time. Uh, let me just re- remind you, people's whole lives are going to be changed here. This is hard, but it's worth it. I think that's the tension that a lot of church planners um, deal with as they become heavy on one or the other. Right, and yeah. you really need both. And then I think um, the last just kind of high level is significance. Mm-hmm. And that is it, uh, you matter. You know, at the end of the day, um, a church planner cannot do it alone. Their spouse and them can't do it alone. Um, they matter. And so one of the things I started doing is with our launch teams is just taking each individual person at times and just saying, here's why we are who we are because of what you're doing. What mm-hmm. she brings a lady named Terry, and she was so, she was the Jedi with kids, right? Like oh gosh, she was the, the kid whisperer. <laughs> and I had to go and tell her, you might not be on the stage, but you're creating an environment where these adults don't have to worry about their children. And so when they get to me, like they're distraction free. Like you have as much fruit in this kingdom as I do, and I just want to say, way to go, right? Like you're significant. Or we had a guy named Chris who would stand at the door, make everybody feel welcome. I said, man, if, if he doesn't have a good experience with you, it doesn't matter what I say, right? His heart's right. already closed. Yeah. But because you're so great and making friends and connecting with people, by the time they get to me, they're like, these are cool people. I wonder what this guy has to say, you know? <laughs> yep. So that's what, if I was going to scope out, that's what I would say is you have to have those things. And then if I'm going to get real practical, I think that you need to provide them a structure. Yep. You know, launch teams like herding cats. Uh, If you're not careful, so there's a lot to be done. And so I would want to consider structure for people. Here's what you can do. I would look at giving, not giving titles for sure, but maybe just here's, here's something that needs to get done. Um, Who in this room is skilled to do that or has a passion to do that? Um, Setting kind of measurable goals. Again, a couple I met with today, they said, you know, we've got 12 people, which is awesome. 12 people on our lunch team. And the husband said, I, I, you know, we're not able to get them 
to really get more committed. And I asked them when their launch date was, and they said, we haven't selected it yet. I said, well, that'll take care of itself then. Like the commitment happens once you get some lines in the sand and say, at this point, we're launching forward. So you giving some measurable goals on what that looks like, and then tons of feedback. You know, uh, people want to just make a difference. It's easy to come up and just say, here's where you did great, or here's where I, here's what it looks like to usher in our church in a life-giving way, which might be different than somewhere else. Yeah, that's awesome. And you tapped on this a little bit at the beginning, but one of the other questions we had is how far in advance should a pastor make their launch team? Like how far in advance yeah. should they do that? So right after they call their spouse. <laughs> I think I think it's like, the, I think you get a yes from Jesus, you get a yes from your spouse, and then you need some yes from some people. So I, I you can't start too early. You can start too late. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, a couple of... of principles I've seen is 180 days out, I want to start making a community out of strangers, right? So I've, I'm collecting a group of people. I'm casting a little vision. They need to start becoming friends. Friends plant church. church strangers don't, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. the 180 days out, I want to consider that I'm building a community. Uh, about 90 days out, I want to start clarifying the vision, Right. I want to start. Here's what it means to be an usher in a life giving environment. Here's what it means to lead worship in a life giving environment. Here's the here's the us way of doing things. And then 30 days out, it's training physical. Here's where you stand at the door. Right. Here's what time you show up. If those are the principles, I would look at having my launch team at least mostly in place at that 180 day mark. You're going to grow. Right. You're going to continue to add people throughout. But at 180 days out, I would really look at I'm I'm pressing hard to start growing that team so that they're in place 30 days out. We're trained. And then I spend the last you know, couple of days praying, fasting, inviting all my friends and and launching into it. Right. That's awesome. So any tips, any little anything you have for whoever's listening, sure. say they are just listening to this. Hi, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and you are contemplating, you're trying to build your team. Any words of encouragement you yeah. would have for them? Well, first off, church planning is a noble thing, uh, and it's a contested thing. So uh, it's going to be hard. Just don't give up. The other thing I would say when it comes to church planning, like, have faith. Yeah. Like the people that God is going to call, you don't even know them yet. You know, uh, at, at one of our church plants, I remember sitting in a meeting and we were moving out of state to plant and we'd done a little vision casting and we said, if you're interested in this church plant, come to this meeting. 21 people came and, and quite honestly, that wow. sounds terrible. I didn't think any of those people would come. Like, who's going to, it's the middle of the school year, you know, like who's actually going to, so I casted vision. I gave out a couple things and I was like, and if you're interested, give us a call. I left kind of like, well, nobody's really going to come with this. All 21. Wow. Broke their leases, pulled their kids out of school, moved with us out of state to become part of the launch team. And what I realized is that was something God did wasn't I did. I remember Nehemiah, yes. like the reason the wall got built so quickly is because he had prepared the hearts. Like whenever there's a couple that says yes to the call of God, mm-hmm. there is a corresponding group of people that are waiting to answer that call with them. And so I just say, have faith. You might be all by yourself right now and feel like all I've got is a vision in my spouse. That's all you need because God is going to work a miracle. That's and awesome. um, yeah. just see everybody with potential um, I remember some, some people joining our launch team who 
you know, I, I didn't know what skills they brought and this. And then after a while I realized, oh, they're here uniquely for that. You know, mm -hmm. what they were able to love on people in a way that I could. They were able to communicate in a way I couldn't. So see everybody as potential. Have faith that God's going to bring a group together. And know that if God's called you to that, there's this group that's just waiting for you to sound the alarm. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Nathan. And if you're joining us today, we hope that this has been so helpful and that you've learned valuable lessons about starting your launch team. If you have any further questions or if you'd like to provide us with feedback, feel free to email us at podcast at startchurch.com. Until next week, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Call, brought to you by Start Church. If you have any questions about what you've heard today, please give us a call at 844-641-5718 or visit our website at startchurch.com. We hope you'll join us for the next episode of Start Church Beyond the Call. Start Church has helped thousands of churches and ministries protect what God has given them to lead. Check out our website at startchurch.com or feel free to call at 844-641-5718. We would be honored to serve you.